You are listening to She's Reinvented, the podcast for women over 40 who believe it's never too late to pursue their dreams and to reinvent themselves. I'm your host, Heidi Sawyer, and I believe that we are all on a journey of growth and self-discovery that is never ending. And when you're doing it right, you're having fun with it too. Are we evolved? Never. Are we evolving? Always. Let's get started. Welcome to episode number one of the Beauty in the Being podcast. I'm your host, Heidi Sawyer, a certified mindset and confidence coach passionate about helping you transform the way you see yourself. And I want to tell you a little bit about my story today and why I'm so passionate about helping you to see yourself differently and to see the beauty in being authentically and unapologetically you. So my personal growth and development story really started when I started a network marketing business. My husband and I joined a network marketing company and it was sort of the first time that I really saw that there was this opportunity for entrepreneurship, for doing my own thing for a limitless possibility and not just what an employer was willing to pay me or what an org chart from a corporation said my potential was. So that was a beautiful thing. And it really motivated me to, to push myself. The only problem was I pushed myself in a way that ultimately led to a lifestyle of hustle and burnout, which I'm sure many of you listening can relate to. At the time, I had two small children. Our kids are about 17 months apart, so they were both in diapers at that time, if you can imagine. And my husband was working full-time as well as a collegiate football coach. So our life was busy. Any of you who have known folks in the coaching profession, the sports coaching profession, football specifically, know that uh, for the most part during football season, you are doing a lot of the momming on your own. (laughs) So I was working mostly part-time in a corporate role at that point and then building a network marketing business, which later my husband jumped in and did with me. We were able to build that to a income that replaced his coaching salary. So he was able to transition out of that 12-year career as a collegiate football coach to decide what the next steps were for his life and what he wanted to do next. So network marketing really blessed us. It got us into that personal growth realm because if you've been involved in entrepreneurship or in direct sales or network marketing, you know that there is a real culture of growth and it takes a lot of different skills and getting out of your own way to put yourself out there in the way that you need to, to grow a business like that. So that's kind of where it started. And really at that point, the the product and the opportunity that we were selling was a health and fitness related product. So my life revolved pretty heavily around exercising and diet and nutrition And a lot of it, to be quite frank, was not the healthiest. I was over-exercising. I was under-eating. I was just not really taking care of myself in the way that someone who loves themselves does. 
And I was very preoccupied with everything on the outside looking perfect. I had this real perfectionist mindset that created a lot of anxiety for me. It created a lot of situations where I was a lot harder on myself than I needed to be. So I was very preoccupied with having the perfect home and having the perfect body and having the perfect business. So preoccupied with the way that I thought everything on the outside needed to look for me to be okay that I didn't even notice that my family was struggling, my marriage was falling apart, and my husband was in a very dark place. So it all sort of hit me like a ton of bricks one day when I walked into the front room of our home and I saw my husband curled up in a ball. Now, at the time, I think he was about 250 pounds and he's six foot three. So this was quite a shock to see a large, strong, confident man that you've never seen in that state to be uh, in that position. And so I asked him what was wrong. And he told me that he had been battling with a lifelong fight with depression and anxiety and that he just got to the point where he couldn't hide it anymore. So, of course, I was kind of shocked and also saddened that he felt he couldn't come to me with it. But I recognize now that at that time I was so in my own world of trying to control everything that I just didn't really have the space and I didn't have the skills to understand how to help him hold what he was going through. So that only started to create more separation between us. And because of my insecurities at the time, I spent a lot of time asking him, are you okay? Are you mad at me? Did I do something wrong? Which if you ever dealt with depression or been around someone who is going through depression, that is about the worst thing you could possibly say to someone. It makes them want to literally run away from you. But I didn't know how to make it not about me. I only knew how to try to contort myself and turn myself into a pretzel to make other people happy or to be what other people wanted me to be. And at the time, I recognized that I really didn't know who I was anymore, and I didn't really know what I wanted out of life. So at that point, our marriage had gotten to a rocky place, and one day we found ourselves standing across the kitchen island from each other, really trying to decide if we should separate. You know, we still had two young kids at home, babies, and it was a pretty heartbreaking moment. And the question came up, have we done everything we can to save this marriage? And the answer was no, we hadn't. So what else was there to do? My husband looks at me and he says, we've got to do the work. And of course, in a defensive way, I said, what do you mean? I am doing the work. I'm getting up at four o'clock in the morning and I'm working out and I'm and I'm doing the nutrition and I'm reading all these personal development books and I'm doing it. I'm doing a gratitude journal. And he just looks at me and he goes, no, you don't get it. We've got to do the work to understand how we got here and how to heal whatever caused this. And that was a moment of really taking radical responsibility for where we had ended up in our relationship and within ourselves, in our own individual situations, and understanding that we had co-created where we were and that the only way to get past it was going to be through it, was going to be looking at 
all of the ways that each of us individually were showing up that just were not the truth of who we were, not the true highest version of ourselves. And looking at where those beliefs and and limitations and triggers and all of those things came from to go back and do that healing work. So I agreed and we decided to live as roommates for six months. And the agreement was if we do the work, whatever that looks like for us individually, and this comes back together, great. If it doesn't, we're going to be better for having worked on ourselves. So the work for me looked like looking at myself in the mirror with tears streaming down my face, trying to look into my own eyes and honestly tell myself, I love you. And you guys, I couldn't do it. That was a real sort of awakening for me. That was a real wake up call to realize that no matter how thin I got or how perfect my body or my home or my business looked on the outside to everyone else, it didn't really matter. If I couldn't love myself, I would never be able to love somebody else. So I had work to do. And I did that over and over and over in the mirror until I could believe I love you. And I intentionally allowed myself to gain weight and to have foods that were previously off limits and to stop over exercising and killing myself in the gym and just to go on walks and find movement that felt good to me and start taking care of myself and to start making myself a priority. And it was funny about a month after we started doing our own healing work and really exploring what this looked like, Ryan and I were standing in the kitchen and we realized we were laughing and having a good time as we were getting dinner ready for the kids. It was just a funny moment of just, huh, (laughs) there we are again. I'm grateful for every bump and every pothole and every, every lesson in my journey because it's brought me closer to the truth of who I'm here to be. So for my husband, he did the work to get himself out of that dark place to start to realize the truth of who he's here to be. And he's since published a book about his journey. He has since become a transformational coach, working with men and helping them in wherever they're at in their life. And of course, I've become a mindset and confidence coach for women. And we both have our own separate missions, but they just connect so beautifully because it comes from a place of truly wanting to serve and make an impact. And I'm sharing this with you because I want to share a little bit about myself so that you understand where I'm coming from, but I'm also sharing it with you because I want you to know that wherever you're at in your journey, there's always an opportunity to change your perspective, to change the way you're thinking and believing and feeling about yourself and to know that there are always new possibilities for you. So that's why I've created this podcast. And that's why I do the work that I do with women, because I'm passionate about helping you really transform the way that you see yourself so that you can step into your greatness. Because I believe we all have a light to shine and we all have gifts to share with the world. And it's just a matter of stripping off those layers of things that 
are not serving us of those stories, those myths, those messages, those beliefs that we took on through childhood and throughout our life that were never, ever ours to hold. That's what I'm passionate about. I'm passionate about helping you to find beauty in being you authentically, imperfectly, showing up and taking messy action and following whatever lights you up because you know that following those breadcrumbs is going to lead you to the next lesson and to the next piece of your journey and to the next step in the evolution of your soul and the reason why you're here. I believe that what lights us up lights the path. It lights the path back home to ourselves. And so I'm on a mission to continue to keep coming back home to myself, to the truth of who I am, to all of the qualities that I see reflected in other people and bringing that back to understanding that that already exists within me. And my job here is to shine my light and is to hold up a mirror for you to be able to see the beauty that already exists in you so that you can do the same for others. I'm so glad you're here. I'm so grateful to have you on this journey with me. And I want to thank you for listening. Thanks so much for listening today, friends. If this episode made a positive impact on you, please share it with a friend. Also, while you're here, leave me a rating and review. I love to read your reviews. It means the absolute world to me that this podcast is making a positive difference. Until next time, keep reinventing, keep evolving, keep stepping further into the truth of who you're here to be. Much love.